Welcome to the Powerlifting and Power Ballads podcast, where we bring you a weekly dose of powerlifting news, tips, and training advice with a touch of 80s rock ballads. This podcast is presented by Team Roar Powerlifting, your source of the most comprehensive coaching and meet day preparation. Here are your hosts, Josh Roar and Laura Sturm. All right, and welcome to Powerlifting and Power Ballads podcast. This is episode 57, and I'm one of your hosts, Laura Sturm. And I'm Josh Rohr. Welcome to the show. Um, we're going to start with a little bit of, I guess, information about some of our coaching because we've been getting some inquiries and I figured this is a good place to kind of discuss what we do. So uh, in addition to kind of our online uh, remote coaching, we do offer live virtual coaching. And what that entails is basically um, somebody setting up their phone or laptop or whatever aimed at their power rack and then wearing a Bluetooth headset. And basically that allows uh, our coaching staff to be talking in your ear in real time as you're lifting. So for people that want like, a, you know, a technique work or, you know, feedback on some of their weaknesses or technique breakdowns and things like things like that, this is a really good option. Um, especially if you're not in the Atlanta area. Um, we've been working with, uh, you know, funny enough, we've been actually doing this over 10 years now, um, but I guess it became more popular with the COVID stuff going on. So um, yeah, we've kind of refined it a little bit. We have, you know, like where, where I do the virtual coaching from is my basement and, you know, we have cameras and different platforms set up so that if anything needs demonstrated, um, we have an option to do that as well. So it's been really good in terms of, uh, you know, helping people with, you know, getting that feedback they want in real time. Um, so, you know, just something to think about if you're looking for, you know, somebody to look at your technique and things like that, that is something that we do. Um, and basically we don't have geographical limitations with that, with the way we do it virtually. So if you're That's thinking awesome. about it, let us know. How do you, how do you reach out to let you know, Josh? Oh, good call. Uh, you can go to our website, teamroar.com, and there's a little button that says get started in the top right that you can click. And basically it'll start with asking you our intake questionnaire. So it'll give us a lot of feedback on, you know, your, your background, you know, what you perceive as your current weaknesses, maxes, things like that. And then from there, we'll actually set up a free zoom consult. Um, so we'll actually, get on zoom and talk before your actual session um, just to kind of make sure that we're on the same page and, you know, we know what to expect and make sure you have all the equipment and everything you need, which really all you need on your end is just a, like I said, a smartphone and a Bluetooth headset's good enough. Um, but kind of let you know how that's going to work. And from there we'll schedule the, schedule the, uh, the actual training session. Awesome. And you can always hit us up on Instagram too, at team roar. Excellent. Yes, because you can't just give them information and then not tell them how. Right. That's a good point. Yeah. <laughs> there you go. All right. Well, we're going to jump right into our uh, top one hit wonders from the 80s. And uh, this week, Josh Rowe is going to give us a thumbs up or a thumbs down. And these are our number one songs from um, myself and Josh and um, some from our listeners. And we're going to just jump right in. So, my number one one hit wonder from the '80s is from Aldo Nova, "Fantasy." Yeah, that's a that's a hard two thumbs up for me. Um, honestly, didn't even know who sang that song, but I know the song um, and never heard of Aldo Nova, so definitely definitely qualifies as a one hit wonder. 
uh, to me. And I think it's an awesome song and definitely two thumbs up. Yeah, I remember that from the 80s and, and being like, wow, this song is so great. I'm going to listen to other songs that they do. They've got to have other songs. They really no. didn't know. All right. So we're going to go to Josh Rohr's number one song was from the fabulous Thunderbirds, Tough Enough. Two thumbs up for sure. Great you song. You have to give your own song. It have would be to. really weird if you gave it a, a thumbs down. Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah. funny enough, we're going to get to that. Uh we're going to discuss all of that next week more so, but somebody brought to my attention that one of my songs was not a one hit wonder. I, I will not say which song, um, but we are going to do a, I say we, I'm going to do a, a very thorough audit um, of all of the songs submitted by next week. And we're going to go through and put a little asterisk beside the ones that are not actually one hit wonders before we, put them up for vote for the uh, tournament. Uh, so I guess we need to define, let, let's pause and define what we're going to, what we're going to use as a criteria. My thought was um, the billboard top 100, but if we cut it off at 40, cause a lot of times they do like the top 40 lists and stuff like that. So I think, so then there's also different classifications like rock, like top billboard, top 100 rock songs, whatever. But if we just do the billboard, Top 100 overall, I think keeping it at the 40 and above, 40 and below, like one through 40, I think is a pretty good, pretty good marker. What do you think, Laura? Is that is that fair? I think that works. That's pretty fair. So, would they have to make top 40? So uh, I, I, the other question. I would say no. You can put. I think you can put them on the list if they're not there, but they can't have more than one song in the top 40 would be my, my thought. And, and in hindsight, we should have probably laid this criteria out ahead of time, but I didn't realize there were so many different lists and so many different cat or so many different philosophies on what constitutes a, a one hit wonder. Uh, so I think making it at top 40 is pretty, uh, I think pretty fair, um, but I will say, I, I think I'm going to have two songs disqualified on my own list um, based on that criteria. Mm -hmm. So it'll make the voting think, interesting when we throw them out there. I think we've identified uh, other songs as we talked in the last few weeks that were up for maybe weren't just a one hit wonder. Yeah. And, There's a well, lot of bands that have two hits wonders. <laughs> there are. there are. And okay. what was funny, though, is there's a couple songs that had a couple. So if we use the top 40 um, list, for example, there was a couple bands that had more than one top 40 rock song on the billboard 100 but they never actually were top 40 on the overall billboard top 100 so based on the criteria we're going to go with they actually would still qualify even though they had like multiple top 10 songs in the rock category so it, it'll be uh it's kind of interesting hmm. and, and i've been going down a rabbit hole looking at all these things since uh since it was brought to my attention by eric cordero Mm, um, I mean, so. this is serious stuff. Oh yeah, this especially serious. yes, very serious. Anyway, right. we we can get back to our list. <laughs> All right. So, um, from Chris Elmore, his number one song was from the Vapors, "Turning Japanese." Uh, I will give it one thumb up. Um, it is a very good song. I, I can't give it two. Um, it's it's hard for me to give two thumbs up to any song listed as number one that's not even on my personal top five. <laughs> I mean, just being honest, uh, but I will give I will give it a thumb up, one thumb up. All right, then we're gonna go to Gary Jacobs, and he had the Tom Tom Club, Genius of Love. 
Uh, also, One Thumb Up. I think it's a great song. Uh, again, not on my top five. Probably could have been. Eh, it could have been on my top eight, I think. Mm, but I'll give, I'll give it a five. thumb up. Correct. There you go. All right. Moving on to Chris Peterson, Eddie Murphy's Party All the Time. Oh, that's two thumbs down. I, I just can't. I can't do that. Really? I, it's, a, it's an okay song, but I just can't. I can't do it. I'm sorry. <laughs> wow. Okay. We're going to go to Wade Johnson. He had Information Society. What's on your mind? Uh, this is going to be a rare two thumbs up for a song that's not on my top five. I think it's a great song. It's a great song. I, I would have to give it a thumbs down just because it reminds me of my ex-husband and basically anything that involves him should be burnt to the ground. All right. Sorry. I, then I changed my vote. Two thumbs down. Two thumbs down just because. You know. Get out of here. Sorry. Sorry. Wait. Um, all right. Next one's from Cindy Yeager and hers is from Dexie's Midnight Runners. Come on, Eileen. Uh, I'm going to give that one thumb down. Um, it's a, it's a very popular song. I personally don't get into it too much. Um, and I think it was on the list last week and I can't remember what I ranked it, but I'm gonna give it one thumb down. I think I gave it a, a thumb down too, just because if you Google like top one hit wonders, it's, it's right there. And, um, like, yeah, pull, pull, so, pulling, so yeah, pulling your top five one hit wonders off of a actual google list or whatever that the experts have put together is hard it's hard for me might be coincidence could be could be coincidence she she might have just really loved that song yeah from the 80s i'd say i mean it's 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 a good song i I, i'm not gonna say it's not but i i it's not my cup of tea men in overalls without shirts it's just that that whole video has um, scarred me for life (laughs) all right moving on to ben green peter schilling's major tom uh, that's a one thumb up for me. It's a, I think it's, I think everybody gets that confused with the other major Tom, which I'm not even sure is the title of it, but uh, ground control to major Tom, right? That, that is not That'd this be song. David Bowie. Yeah. That is not this that song. Is not. Um, so anyway, I'm not going to sing this one. <laughs> Please don't. All right. Next one's from Eric Cordero. Um, Madness, our house. Uh, I'm going to have to go one thumb down. It's a, it's also a good song. Um, but I, I, to be number one, that's, that's a stretch for me. Mm. Well, Eric, I'd have to give you a thumbs up on that one. Cause I really like that song. So, um, we're going to move on to Jim Battenfield's Dexie's midnight runners again. Come on, Eileen. Uh, two thumbs up for me on this one for sure. No. <laughs> be consistent joshua no it's a one thumb down i mean yeah I, I just can't i just can't give it a thumb up i'm sorry sorry stacy metcalf had the buggles video kill the radio star uh one thumb up on this one um i think i think it's a good song i can't give it two thumbs up um i'm not even sure it would be on my top eight or ten um, but I just know that it's, I think a lot of, man, and I'm talking myself out of a thumb up. Uh, I'll stick with my, I'll stick with my initial gut. I'll give it a thumb up, but it's, I, I'm on the fence. I could go either way on that one. 
Oh, funny, we were just talking about this song um, earlier this morning, um, a different phone call I was on. So I'd have to give the thumbs up too, because it's, and it was the first video ever played on MTV. So back when MTV actually played videos. Yeah. So sad, but yeah. All right. And the last one is from Amy Pancake, The Tubes, She's a Beauty. Uh, this is two thumbs up for me. This, so I still have, I have some guilt over this song because, or maybe regrets a better word. Uh, <clears throat> this song is on basically every one of my lifting playlists. It's been one of my favorite songs forever. Um, I actually intentionally had this one off of my list because I figured everybody would have it on theirs. Um, because it's such a great song and I didn't want to be cliche. And now Amy's the only one that had it on there. And if it would actually could be number one on my list and I didn't even put it on my top five because I just assumed everybody was going to have it. And Amy's the only one that had it. So I actually feel like, wow. I, I, I don't know. I, I, if I could give this one three thumbs up, I would like, I, I feel like I did a disservice to our listeners by keeping it off my list. Um, but oh, for real, I just, I honestly got on there. Yeah. I honestly just thought like it would be on everybody's list somewhere. I really did. Um, or at least like half of the people I thought they'd have it at least number five or four. And, you know, Amy's the only one that had it on her list period. So, uh, that gives my, you know, if, if we're doing stamp of approvals, then Amy gets the stamp of approval for putting, putting that song on there. Number one, <laughs> but that stamp of approval is something we just made up. So it means nothing. <laughs> it just means um amy gets to do um something else that she likes at some point instead of your programming like a, <laughs> no. she gets a free pass day on some day that she doesn't want to do it sure told her to sure yeah no don't actually do that you, that was i just made that up yeah you, you know in your heart if that's what you want to do or not <laughs> all right so out of these songs we're making a driving playing list and a lifting playing list and I get to choose first. So I'm gonna go with driving playing list and I'm gonna go with Ben's song, Major Tom, because I had to listen to it to uh, recall what song that was actually was because I was mixing it up with um, uh, David Bowie's song, but I really love that song. So, and it would be a great song to drive to. So yeah, agreed. It's a Major great Tom. one. All right, uh, then I'm gonna go, I think this one's based on my rant. This is pretty obvious choice here. Uh, I'm going lifting song, obviously, and I'm going with the tubes. She's a beauty. Uh, and, I, and I can't believe that the tubes didn't have another hit song. Well, we might get into that next week. Um, <laughs> yeah, there so uh, I th there's going to be a lot. So I don't even know how to handle this because in auditing some of these, if we based on go off of the top 40 billboard chart, um, there's going to be a few songs that don't count. So we're i'll put a little asterisk beside them when we do the voting but basically that means you know some people's top five list is technically only going to have four songs on it uh so it, it'll be interesting um anyway and and i i think i'm going to be hit hard on this too because there's a couple that i just didn't think were i that i thought were one hit wonders that there's like a they had a number 39 song or something that I just didn't think about or didn't know. So I may end up screwing myself with this top 40 rule, but <laughs> when you have like two on your list, yeah, at least two, I haven't even gone through all of mine yet. So I, I'm at two and I haven't gone through all five. 
Um, but anyway, uh, the other yeah, retro. The other thing we're going to do is uh, each of our lists. Laura and I are each going to choose a bonus song from any song that was listed over the last five uh, five weeks. Uh, so Laura, if you want to go first on your, so you get to pick a, a cruising song and a lifting song. All right. So as for a cruising song, sh- boy, I can't talk cruising song. I would do modern English. I melt with you from Amy pancake suggestion. Great song. Right. I was almost surprised. I hadn't picked it already. Yeah. Somehow I didn't. Yeah. And for a lifting song, I would go with Black Velvet, which is Alana Miles, um, which I guess was a Ben Green suggestion. Yeah. So two of your choices today were Ben Green's Major Tom and Black Velvet. All right. Uh, so my bonus, I'm going to go for my cruising song. I'm going to go Men Without Hats, Safety Dance. And that was uh, one of Chris Peterson's songs. And my bonus lifting song is going to be Wang Chung, Dance All Days. That was one of Amy Pancake's songs. Okay. So those are so our lists. What if one of those songs gets disqualified? Does it get taken off our list? Uh, we'll make that rule up as we go. Um, but I'm, I, so it's going to have to come off the list, which means we're going to have to fill it. Basically, we'll treat it like a drug test failure. So like <laughs> basically, ooh, ooh, actually though, if we treat it like a drug test failure, then uh whoever suggested it technically that team gets disqualified so like if you have that's that's a little oh maybe they don't get i I have to look it up i'll let you know next week i'm not sure if they get disqualified or if they just get they don't get to replace that selection they just get that void spot so if that's the case then that would be that would yeah that'd be what we said then you know like if i have two songs that aren't one hit wonders and i have a top five list that only gets three songs listed so geeking out with music and auditing music (laughs) lists i know josh roar spending his free time yeah looking at billboard top 40 lists from the 80s so everybody that's like waiting on on video review and and you know Mm -hmm. program updates and stuff like that just just know i'm working hard on these one hit wonders (laughs) And my dog is barking randomly. That's what happens. It happens. Podcast from home. So there you go. All right. We're going to move on to our powerlifting situation. So the situation is you are on the roster at nationals. You are one of the top five nominated lifters, all within 15 kilos of each other. Your total is currently running you at number four, 10 kilos behind first. The top five nominated lifters in the weight class above you have, has, I'm sorry, Top five nominated lifters in the weight class above you has one lifter nominated 20 kilos above you and four lifters that are all nominated 15 to 30 kilos below you. Would you stay in your class or move up? Uh, For me, I'm staying in my class. I think basically looking at these, you probably don't really have a shot at winning the heavier weight class. Um, because you're 20 kilos behind nominations. Now, I mean, that's not a slam dunk. Obviously, things can happen. Um, I think the the draw of moving up is that you're pretty much guaranteed second. Again, there's no guarantees, right? But based on the nominations, you're 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 looking pretty solid to get to get silver if you move up a weight class. Um, if you stay in your current weight class, there's a good chance you don't get top five, right? 
um, or I'm sorry, that you, that you get fifth. So you don't get a medal, but you are, it's in a competitive weight class, um, you know, top to bottom from first to fifth, there's only 15 kilos between the top, the first and fifth. Um, I, I say you stay in your weight class and battle it out. Um, that's kind of, to me, that's what competition's about. Um, you know, if you're, I mean, you can all obviously, you know, if you want to take the safe bet and get a silver medal, move up a weight class, but you know, I'm there to compete. I'm going to, you know, ride or die. If I end up fifth, I end up fifth. Um, it is what it is. I'm there to compete. So, um, you know, I'm, I'm not, I guess, saying anything bad about people that would move up to, to get a medal safely. I mean, I think, you know, that's your prerogative, but, you know, I want to, I want to compete with the best and this weight class is clearly stacked. I want to be there and compete and be part of it. I agree. And uh, my dog is barking her head off. So it's all right. We're just going to keep going. All right. Um, and for the, our new lifter tip, um, our tip is to practice your squat walkout. So it's the same every time, same number of steps, same distance from the rack, etc. Whether it's an empty bar or 600 pounds, man, I like to be squatting 600 pounds. Uh, the walkout should be the same. Yep. I think that's, that's something a lot of, a lot of people refine over time is getting their walkout to be more consistent, you know, whether it's an empty bar or heavyweight. Um, but I think that's one of the big, big things new lifters should practice is just making sure that they're, they have a very specific setup, a very specific walkout routine that they do. Um, that way, regardless of the other circumstances going on, I mean, crowded warm up room, feeling rushed, uh, whatever, if you go back to, by default, go back to that, you know, pre-planned uh, method, then you're going to be a lot more consistent and have a lot more success with your, with your lifting. I'd agree. I also like um, back in the day when I was competing, we would always do heavy walkouts. And I thought that was really good practice to walk out something that you um, have never felt before and that you're planning on, or, you know, planning in hash in uh, quote marks on um, squatting as a PR or even above that. So, so you can handle that heavier weight and aggressively take it off the rack. Yep. Yep. Good and stuff. I, you know, I think, you know, sometimes with heavier weight too, people have a tendency to like short their steps or throw in an extra step or two because they, you know, it, Oh crap, it's heavy. Well, yeah, no shit. It's, <laughs> that's, that's the whole idea of, of powerlifting. It's supposed to be heavy. Um, so, you know, having that plan and, and or having that routine that you can follow, it's going to make you a lot more consistent. So yep, yep. I agree. Good stuff. Cool. All right. Well, that's all we have this week. I'm going to put myself on mute. <laughs> all right. Well, uh, I guess. So here's the plan going forward. Uh, we will basically audit our list next week, go through and, and take off or put a little asterisk beside any of the songs that are not one hit wonders per the top 40 uh, billboard charts. And then we will start the voting uh, that following Friday, I believe. And I haven't figured out what we're going to give our winners yet. Uh, whoever wins the tournament but it'll be something they'll get something so on that note make them like a sticker that they can put on their facebook or something yeah i won the 80s one hit wonder bracket that nobody cares about right in big letters no one cares yeah i'm a champion in my <laughs> own mind exactly that's all that matters yeah that's all that matters uh, yeah we'll come up with something uh it'll be worthwhile but 
uh, anyway, on that note, we're going to call it there. So thank you guys for listening. Don't forget to follow us on Instagram at PL ballots podcast. And if you have any questions, input comments, shoot us an email at PL ballots podcast at gmail.com. We'll see you guys next week. Later. All right. Bye now. Thank you so much for listening. If you enjoyed today's episode of the powerlifting and power ballots podcast, please remember to subscribe and share it with your friends.